Welcome to the Geek Freaks Podcast, your go-to destination for answers to the most crucial business technology questions every business owner needs to hear. For today's podcast, the ladies of the office are taking over uh, for Women's Month, which is March. Right, Monica? Yep. Okay. Um, We're going to talk about workplace culture and diversity. So I guess to start off with, what what do you guys think defines a good uh, good work culture? Wait, do you want to introduce us? Oh, yeah. Now they know who we are. We've been here months. Uh, (laughs) I... I'm your host for today, Madison Bronken, and I have Monica Gordon here with me and Celia Kinney. Hello. Hello. <laughs> okay. Yeah. We well, did it. Yeah. Ooh. Thank you for the introduction. Yes. Sorry about that. Happy to be here. My first time hosting. You did good. Great. Um, so with that segue. Yeah. Back to <laughs> it then. What, uh, what makes a culture a great, strong, winning culture? Do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. I can go first. Uh, well, the way that I look at it is that it's inclusive and everybody feels like they have something to contribute without the fear of, you know, being called out on it or not feeling valued in a place that you wake up to and you don't feel like you're going to work. It's like I'm cl- hanging out with like-minded people and we're going to get some, some cool stuff done today. Uh, a strong culture to me um, is somewhere that I work, but it doesn't feel like such a burden to go. Like I enjoy coming here every day and I like the people that I work with. Um, And I think that just makes, you know, coming here, doing my job a lot more enjoyable because I like what I do and I like who I work with. Um, And the culture aspect of it, like we all get along outside of work too. Our work events are fun. Like I enjoy going to those. It's not just something that I feel like I have to go to. Like I do enjoy going to the work events that we have. Yeah, I think um, I think we have a pretty good culture here, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not just saying that because I'm HR, but I really, <laughs> I really enjoy coming to work every day. I think everyone else enjoys coming to work as well. Yeah. Um, we all seem to have a good time, but we get down to business and get stuff done uh, on a regular basis, so pretty good. So we have some core values. Do you think that those play into culture at all, or... Um, how do you think those play into culture? I mean, with our core values specifically, I feel like it really, it ingrains you into doing better and to not only just thinking about yourself, but everybody else here together as a whole. And like every company has their own core values, but I feel like ours, since they are so almost like personal, like for personal development, helps nurture that professional development. So I think they are really a big value on Yeah, I think they really, um, I mean, we vote on our core value winners each quarter, so it's nice to kind of put someone to that core value who demonstrated it well that quarter. Um, And I don't know, my favorite one is grow or die, because I think that one really is a good representation. Everyone's trying to get better for themselves and for Omega as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I think back to the unlimited PTO that we did just... uh, end of last year middle of last year and that whole premise was based on do the right thing which is one of our core values 
it's do the right thing for the employees here. And if we're doing the right thing for them, they're going to do the right thing for us and each other. And um, it really doesn't become a big thing if, if everyone's only taking the time they need. Sure. That's, that's, yeah. yeah. I don't know. That's just one of the examples that I thought of. Yeah. So when it comes to diversity, we're a tech company, so sometimes um, specifically women in tech, since it is uh, <laughs> Women's Month, women in tech uh, don't have as much representation in the tech culture as as they should. Mm-hmm. How do you think or why do you think that is? Um, I was looking up some stuff beforehand for this recording, and it was saying that women, um, just from the beginning, like early childhood education, they don't really have that much of an interest from the beginning, or that interest isn't nurtured, or like you said, they feel misrepresented or underrepresented, Um, so that just kind of plays into them not really going into the tech field or studying tech. And developmentally, as like a female would be, it's typically, you know, the household type things that they're really nurtured or encouraged to do. So, you know, anything technical or engineering or physical, women tend to shy away from that because they're told all their life, like, you're soft and you can't do it or that's not something that's meant for you. And I really like the nowadays that women are like, no, I'm, I'm just as good as you can do. I can do it. You can do it. We can all do it together type mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think too, one of those, one of the big things is tech companies are becoming more diverse. Mm -hmm. Um, but you mentioned the word that I liked earlier. It's about being inclusive. So getting a diverse workforce and then keeping it by making the people feel included, not just like, oh, there's our one lady tech over there. She's just works in her own corner does her own thing it's it's really about like celebrating that yeah exactly um, celebrating that difference yeah because there's um so how do you think that companies can make women in tech feel more comfortable to uh to really branch out and if they're studying um it to like feel comfortable applying or even getting into the industry to, to begin with, how do you think that companies can do that? Um, I know, <coughs> I think it was either Google or Microsoft, maybe Facebook. One of the big tech giants, they are um, like putting programs in place for girls in high school or like um, they're putting those programs in place to kind of get them to feel more comfortable and just to think about tech. So I definitely think that will help. And just going with treating them like they're no, they're just not treating them any different, you know, encourage them like you would encourage the guy next to you or the guy that you see, just look at them, not necessarily as a guy, but as a human, like you can Mm -hmm. do it, not as opposed to like, you're a girl or you're a guy or you're such and such ethnicity, (laughs) but just treating them like they're people, like everybody should just be treated like people. Yeah. Yeah, like not like special treatment. Yeah, just exactly. Don't give me special treatment because I'm a girl or, you know, give this guy special treatment or a special way of looking at us. Oh, he's a guy, so we got it easier. It's like, no, we both work the same same amount. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that you said that because there's um, a lot of diversity and inclusion programs in place right now that mm-hmm. um, focus on celebrating the differences yeah. in um, 
different people, which I, I think that's totally okay to do. But sometimes in the workforce, like you said, we just need to treat everyone as people and encourage yeah. them the same way, um, ask what their goals are and get them to the goals. Uh, I was also reading an article came out last week from Forbes. So it basically just talks about, um, the title is, let's see, uh, what if workplace diversity is the biggest scam yet? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, basically just saying there's, there's all these programs in place and they're actually like a lot of the programs are failing because hmm. they're trying to um, bring people in, celebrate those differences, and mm-hmm. then people actually feel isolated. Yeah, it's stigmatizing. Yeah. And then um, they, I don't know, they, they kind of look to those people to create the, like, to um, create the diversity and inclu- uh, mm-hmm. inclusion programs mm-hmm. and, like, enhance them when it's, like, Ah, yeah. we can all work together on this somehow, some way. Yeah. So, yeah, I was reading something else, too, that was saying that um, as much as, like, the programs are in place, that since, I think it was, like, the study started in 2014 looking at the diversity at Google, Microsoft, Amazon, and Facebook, and Apple. And um, they're saying that now, like, in those five, six years, it hasn't really changed that much. Like, um, Apple... They're, they're unchanged at 6% with their diversity. And then um, Facebook is the only one that has, that went up. Uh, they have a 23% female workforce now, which is up from 15% in 2014. So, but the other ones, like there was really little change or no change at all to the diversity. That's interesting because that's really the big push for the past couple of years, um, especially in big companies like that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't, this isn't a podcast <laughs> about us knowing the answer. Right, exactly. <laughs> for sure. But I wonder how, if you took a poll in like Google's office or Amazon's office or something along those lines and how many of those employees, men, women, any race, if they feel valued or if their culture is inclusive or if it's hostile or stigmatizing, how many of them would say, I like to work here, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's all about not just having those diversity hires and celebrating like their differences, but also celebrating their similarities too. So that's like not stigmatizing and not being like, you're the token person now make the difference. Yeah. You have to empower them and encourage them and make them feel valued. Like what I'm saying matters. Right. Um, and I mean, I, I do a lot of our sourcing, recruiting, hiring, a lot of it, I do all of it. Um, (laughs) and I, I specific, like, I really enjoy when I get, um, like very diverse backgrounds and just diverse people who apply. Um, but for the most part, I like to keep it, I like to keep that unconscious bias, like in check. So (laughs) when I, when I pass along an applicant to the hiring managers, they, they don't even know who this person is. I mm-hmm. just do, like, first initial, last name. Um, they just see their resume, their qualifications. And then if that person gets passed along to the next, to the next um, stage in the interview, that's when I'm like, heck, yeah, that's a, that's a woman. I'm excited. Yeah, exactly. um, or, or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I'm not putting that in their head before a certain stage in the interviewing process. Yeah, I think that's a good way because 
whether some people know it or not, like they do form those biases. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, definitely. Um, but I don't know. I think I think women in tech can do Anything. just as well, yeah. if not better. Yeah. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> But I do um. also like the way that you go through the hiring process as somebody that was hired, you know, as also a woman and woman to woman. You take more time and effort than a lot of men that I've noticed. And you also include like the personality, like our disc assessments and things like that to make sure that we're going to meld well and also bring our own strengths and weaknesses. And it's really nice to see somebody coming into the hiring process being like, now let's let's test your personality and see how well we're going to mash or how you can do this and it's really cool just mentally as well being like these people want to hear what I can do want to hear what I need help with and have people here that are going to compliment me and empower me and Mm -hmm. that's incredible and that's probably coming from a woman that's why Uh, yeah. (laughs) yeah I mean I I love our disc assessments I don't I can't say whether they're the best or the worst, but they're just really enlightening to kind of see. We have that disc wheel in in the hallway that says, Mm kind of shows how we're all like different, different personality types. But Um, all very similar. Yeah, Yeah, all very similar. And I think that's another thing that became a thing in the past years, which was uh, hiring for culture fit. Yeah. Um, and now companies are just now kind of going, oh, actually, we're not going to hire for culture fit. We're going to hire for culture add because we don't want all these same cookie cutter people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That doesn't add to our company, really. That doesn't add, well, it doesn't add diversity, but it also, if everyone comes from the same place, is the same age, the same race, the same gender, the same um, ability level, it's like, you really don't have any different perspectives for business ideas or brainstorming or really anything like that. Yeah, I would agree. Absolutely, because you have that one baseline and you're never going to have a lot of growth if you don't have outside opinions and and thoughts and processes. That was a good answer. (laughs) (laughs) So that that culture ad instead of culture fit. What do you guys, what do you guys think about that? Yeah, I mean, Monica, if you have any thoughts. Um, so, like, you were saying the how our disc assessments are all kind of similar. I think I would disagree. I think we're all pretty different because um, we're kind of all over the wheel. And I think that plays along with what you were just saying, where it's not the culture fits, the culture ad. Like, we have people, like, in the Ds, the Is, the Ss, the Cs, yeah. all in between, um, which is nice because, like, certain personalities are better for certain positions. Um, but, yeah, I think we're all different. And, like, we do complement each other in – different ways so I think it works out well that we're kind of all over the disc assessment yeah I agree um I think I was talking to you after we left MAIA um and I was saying that so you and Luis are pretty similar not not the same but similar Mm -hmm. and in marketing some of one of the disc assessments was saying that they can make fast decisions on the fly mm-hmm. and then on the contrary there's uh some of the texts i don't even know i'll throw thomas in there <laughs> um really likes to get all the facts yeah. analyze it analyze all analyze it all <laughs> come up with a way to problem solve it and then he'll give his answer mm-hmm. after he knows everything um does it take a little bit longer yes is there 
is it right that marketing can make a split decision and Thomas would like all the facts first? It, I don't think there's a right or wrong. No. It's just An interesting in way. his job, that's that's better for that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it, it is yeah. interesting to see all those things. What do you think about the culture fit versus ad? I think the culture ad is great because, like you said before, of the stagnation and you're just really just leveling it out. But I do like the two perspectives of, like, marketing and Thomas, so to speak, <laughs> um, but because if you move too fast, then you might miss something, or if you move s- too slow, you'll also miss something. Mm-hmm. You might miss the opportunity, or you might miss a detail, which could cause the opportunity. But it's really cool to see, like the two different sides of that situation, where they're they could be very close on the disc wheel, but they've got two different forms of thought, and it just adds to it and makes it that much cooler because you're seeing it from somebody else's perspective. And a lot of times in the workplace you are kind of in that cubby or in that that box and you're getting helped out. It's kind of cool. Yeah, well, even like Thomas made that document for us for the 2FA. So, you know, oh, he spent yeah. all that time like going through it and then passed it along to marketing. And so <laughs> we kind of were like the guinea pigs of how the clients would feel it out. And so it's nice because like we, you know, found like not errors, but things we slipped up on so then we could give it back to Thomas and he could kind of revise it. Mm-hmm. So it helps like having different people, different personalities look at, or not personalities, but different, um, uh, yeah, I guess personalities, yeah, a disc assessment is personalities, yeah. yeah. So different viewpoints, looking at different things, because not everyone has looks at something the same. So. Yeah, definitely. Um, not to say that Thomas can't make a, a fast decision, or marketing <laughs> never thinks about their decisions right. at all. I mean, there's, there's a balance to it, but um, awesome. So... To kind of wrap the podcast up, I have one last question. Um, What, as women in the tech space, what advice would you give to other women um, who are kind of looking to grow their careers, either in a tech role or in, I don't know, like marketing or HR and uh, support role in the tech world? Um, I know when you had reached out to me on LinkedIn for this job, when you said I was a tech company and um, that kind of scared me a little bit because I don't come from a tech background and my knowledge in that is very limited. um, But I've definitely learned a lot since I started and it's a lot of fun. Um, So I was a little nervous at first when you messaged me and I kind of hesitated on responding, but I thought, you know, I'm just going to like go with it, see what comes out of it. Um, And I'm really happy that I did. Obviously I got the job and I love working here. So I would just say like, don't be afraid from the start. Just, I don't know, just go for it. See what happens. Dive in. Yep. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if you've got a passion for something, then go for it and don't listen or take whatever anybody says with a grain of salt and know that you can turn those frowns upside down. <laughs> just go for it. Just go for it. You're just as good as anybody else. Mm-hmm. All right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I know we're not sponsored by Nike, but just go for it. <laughs> just do it. I mean, no, no, no. No, don't do that. Don't do it. <laughs> um, all right. Well, um, thank you, Monica and Celia, for thank joining you. me f- for our ladies' takeover. Yeah. Thanks um, for hosting. Um, yes, yeah, thank definitely. You. It was lots of fun. I was a little nervous at first. No, we were excited. It. We yes. made it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. Um, and thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you again next week.